Howdy folks, welcome back to Leave the Swamp for another edition of Greatness. As always, remember, speed up this podcast one and a half times for our maximum listening pleasure. Don't forget to head on over to leavetheswamp.com where you can join the cause, because Lord knows we need more <laughs> folks like you out there in the world. Well, as I'm talking, it looks like old Uncle Joe has uh, won the Electoral College and is now, or will be, I guess on the beginning of January, officially president-elect of the United States. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had a feeling, and I agreed with the theories about how Trump was going to lose, but I actually thought he'd probably lose in a greater margin than he did, or at least under less questionable circumstances, but... You know, the Democrats were very overconfident in 2016. You know, they believed their own polls that uh, Hillary was going to trounce uh, Trump. You know, that didn't happen, so they, didn't, they did not uh, do the legwork to, to establish the ability to steal the key states in that election. So they learned, they learned their lesson. Four years later, here's where we are. You know, I'm no fan of Trump. Uh, I think he was all hat and no cattle in the sense that he was all rhetoric, but never followed through on the great rhetoric that the people loved when he said it. But the people en masse don't, uh, they typically don't, you know, follow through and do their own research to see if someone actually does what they say they'll get, they're going to do. Um, if they had, they wouldn't have been as enthusiastic for him. But, you know, here we are. So Trump, the do-nothing president, seems to be gone. And here comes old Biden and uh, uh, Kamila, Kami, or Kami La Harris as vice president. And as everyone seems to think, eventually president pretty soon once the Early onset dementia turns into real dementia, and the cabinet removes them from office and puts her in as president. I don't know. We'll see. Should be interesting. Should be interesting going forward. Uh, one thing, though, that I wanted to talk about here uh, was uh, this article that I found about uh, Texas and one of the representatives actually filing a, a bill to uh, for Texas to leave the union. You know, I, I've I've been saying on here. You know, if you've been listening for a while, that uh, I don't really see any reason why Texas is still in the United States. To be quite honest with you, as uh, you know, I always am. Uh, Texas has everything it needs and much more to be a very viable. Uh, successful, rich, independent country doesn't need anything from the the swamp in Mordor, D.C. In fact, Mordor steals more, sucks more of the value out of uh, Texas than than you know Texas gets from it, and that's including you know all these so-called I'm doing air quotes here. Uh, economic activity that comes from all the base, military bases and the defense contractors and all that garbage that's here in Texas. Um, you know, if we got rid of that and those businesses moved out of here and we drastically reduced, you know, the, the funds, the money, the property stolen from the people here and allowed the people to invest that property on their own 
into productive businesses, into their own communities and whatnot. Uh, Texas within a decade, much less I would say, but within a decade would probably be the most prosperous country in the world. No question about it. But I want to go through this article and just uh, give you give a couple of uh, observations that I had while while I was reading it. So this article is from uh, KSAT.com, and it says, Texas, question mark, state representative will file a bill to allow Texas to secede from the United States. Representative Kyle Biederman floats a referendum on Texas secession. Well, let me just stop there on how they worded the title. Representative will file a bill to allow Texas to secede. Now, I mean, we'll get a little more, I'll get a little more into that as I get a little further down in this article. But, uh, you know, who is the bill essentially getting permission from to secede? That's the question. If he's saying to, they should have worded a bill to initiate the secession process for Texas to leave the United States. That probably sounded a little better. But anyway, I like where the thought is, okay? And I would hope all of you listeners out there would uh, appreciate where the heart is here in this thing as well. So continuing, claiming that the federal government is, quote, out of control and does not represent the values of Texas, end quote, a state representative from the Hill Country wants to give Texans the option to opt out of the union meaning allow a vote, of course, referendum on it. State Representative Kyle Biederman, Republican from Fredericksburg, told his supporters on Facebook that he plans to file a bill allowing for a referendum on secession. Why is the rest of this article not showing anymore? Okay, here we go. Because there is a disgusting ad on here. Not disgusting, but just a very obnoxious long ad. The Republican said the proposal aligns with the Texas Constitution, which states that Texans have the right to reform or abolish their government. Now, <clears throat> I would word this a little differently in that I think it's a God-given, natural-born right to abolish or reform government. Constitutions, governments, constitutions that establish a government don't give people rights. Okay? All they do is they may... They may uh, reaffirm a right, but they don't give you the right. So that's worded a little weird. But anyway, Biederman did not offer more specifics on the bill, which is it to be filed, online record show. Texans have wondered about secession before, but in reality, it's very unlikely to occur. It would not only be controversial, but potentially illegal. All right, here we go. <laughs> of course, now here's diving into the opinion of the writer of this article. He said He's saying... In reality, it's very unlikely to occur. Well, it's probably, it, it's, I agree it's unlikely to occur soon, but I have a feeling that very much before I die, assuming I live out an average lifespan, that this country will not be made up of 50 states. And at some point, and it may be sooner rather than later, I don't know, Texas may be one of them that leaves. But I could pretty much, I'd be willing to bet that uh, it, it, at the very least, the country will not be whole as it is now. So in that instance, I'd say it's likely to occur. It's just a matter of time. And then he goes on to say, it would not only be controversial, but potentially illegal. Well, well let me just read the next sentence. 
1868, the Supreme Court maintained that Texas is in an indissoluble relation when it came became part of the United States. Well, of course, what is the what is the empire that maintains control over this territory going to say? You're going to say, oh, no, they can leave. You know, do whatever they want. They can leave. Because if they had said that, then the whole validity of the invasion of the north into the south and the conquering of the south to bring it back into the north during the War of Southern, Southern Independence would have been... I mean that would whole that whole thing would have been thrown into into question. It at the very least, it would have been shown to be rank treason, which it was from Lincoln's perspective. So they had to say, of course, they were going to say that the union cannot be divided because that was the whole point of the war of Southern Secession. So, yeah, from the perspective of Mordor, of course they're going to say it's illegal. You know, what, what else are they going to say? They're, they're going to do everything they can to make let it not happen. But this is the key point here in that secession, while maybe technically illegal, uh, is completely moral. And it's at almost to the point it's a duty of folks to to establish or, or to pursue secession when the government, you know, establish itself as a tyranny over you know, over where you live, over your person. And that's exactly what's happened out of uh, Mordor, D.C. Uh, but that's exactly where we are now. And uh, you look at this election and, you know, up to this point for, you know, 200 years, we've had s- stolen elections, rigged elections, uh, uh, illegal bo- voting, you know, all these things have always happened, but they've always kind of been under the carpet and people have, it's like the things you don't talk about at a nice dinner party. Whereas now it's so blazing and so blatant and rampant that uh, there's no, number one, you can't cover it up. Number two, they figure there's no point in covering it up because everything's so utterly corrupt that nothing's going to happen anyway. And the people are, the people as a whole are too much of a rube to really question or understand the dynamics going on behind it. So they're just going to accept, you know, what ends up happening. You know, there'll be a little fringe, they'll, 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 They'll make people, you know, they'll make people sound like, uh, you know, they use the word fringe or conspiracy theorists and all this stuff to label people who question it and actually tell the truth about, about what's going on. And then the majority of the people will hear those keywords, you know, and then all of a sudden it'll flip this subconscious switch in their brain. It'll be like, they'll all turn into NPC, uh, NPCs. You are a conspiracy theorist. You talk about stolen elections, da, da, da. You know, and that's just how it'll work. But anyway. My point is, once it gets to that point where it's so brazen and so overtly corrupt, it's it's our duty to actually break away from that corrupt nexus, and that nexus being in Washington, D.C. Let me just continue in this article here. Biederman is no stranger to controversy. The representatives once photographed at a Halloween party in a gay Hitler costume based on a Saturday Night Live character. After he was elected, he asked Islamic leaders to fill out a survey on their beliefs, asking if they supported terrorist organizations. Muslim and interfaith groups called the stunt misleading and intimidating. <sighs> All right. Well, if you can't, if you haven't noticed by now, that last paragraph was the final hit piece to attack the character of the man, which I don't see what was wrong with what what he did in the first place. You know, only to, only the people that are so, so have such delicate sensibilities would that bother. You know, the people that just can't live you know, their life outside of their little 10 by 10 room, you know, and afraid to, afraid of their own shadows, 
yeah, maybe that would be, uh, you know, bothersome to you. But, I mean, grow some skin, you know. Big deal if he dresses as a gay Hitler. Wouldn't it be better to dress as a gay Hitler than a real Hitler? I don't know. And besides, Saturday Night Live did it. Oh, yeah, that's a paragon of, of, you know, conservatism over there. And then, you know, I mean, asking Muslim or Islamic leaders if they supported terrorism, I mean, what's wrong with that? But it would, no one would say anything if you said, well, we're asking part of our uh, survey of all these Christian Catholic leaders is, you know, do they support uh, the Crusades and bringing on the Crusades again, you know, and support terrorism to advance that goal? You know, nothing would even be said about that if that question was on there. So get over it. And who who are at least reportedly, you know, the the biggest, uh, I guess you should say, I could say, uh, uh, the biggest uh, uh, purveyors of the terrorism that is, uh, you know, that is propaganda-wise thrown in our face. Well, obviously, it's the Muslim and the Islamic. It comes from the, that that uh, persuasion, that belief system. So maybe go, maybe maybe this guy should, you know, maybe let's talk about the government first and if what they're throwing at us, the propaganda about Muslim terrorists, da da da. Maybe they're the ones who originate all that BS and everything. Not saying it's BS. I mean, you know, you know it is what it is, I guess. So this guy, Fadez Sabawi, you know, amazing. Not surprised that that came from him. Uh, yes, that's a stereotypical uh, observation, but, you know, uh, you know you're all thinking it. Uh, this, guy, and he, this guy obviously attacked this little piece from a hit piece type perspective, you know, Spouting the typical talking points of secession is illegal. Because here's the other point of that secession being illegal is did the 13 colonies ask permission to declare independence from Great Britain? I don't think they did. And if that was legal at the time or okay with the king at the time, then there wouldn't have been a war over it. There wouldn't have been a war to prevent American independence from from the British perspective, right? So, of course, that was, a quote-unquote, illegal. But you know what? They did it anyway. Just the same thing that when the southern states declared independence, seceded from the North, from the Union that was there, not seceded from the North, but seceded from the Union, leaving the North, leaving the North holding the... Mordor bag, if you will, then, yeah, of course they were considered it illegal. The whole war was fought over to preserve the Union, preserve the Southern tax base for exploitation by the Northern, the Northern industrialists. You know, of course it's illegal, but that's not an argument for not pursuing the goal. You know, because any, any political movement to, and, to attempt to leave an oppressive tyranny is going to be labeled as illegal. The leaders, eventually, if this ever becomes very popular, which I certainly hope it does, and I would love to be part of it, will be labeled terrorists, probably. You know, that's what governments do. You know, they will, they do everything in their power to discredit people that are trying to lead others to more freedom and away and out from under their thumb. 
That's all. That, that's the bottom line. That's exactly what it is. It's a very simple formula. And that's why in the last paragraph in this in this this uh, article was a hit piece. It was a, was the hit piece of the article where they essentially raise up straw men <laughs> about this guy dressing up as a gay Hitler and asking terrorists Muslims if they're terrorists, you know, to assassinate his character to to essentially discredit this whole idea of a state initiating secession proceedings. Do I think Texas will will do it? I don't know. I don't. I, it'd be tough. I think there's probably more likely. Uh, it's more likely that rural counties that lean more conservative libertarian would band together and secede from not only the United States but Texas. I don't see the big cities in Texas necessarily doing it because they all lean very blue and dark blue. Uh, you know, Dallas, Houston, Austin, even San Antonio. I don't really see them going along with it. But if enough of the outer counties did, then maybe the actual state would do it. Which is amazing to me because even these blue counties, why wouldn't they want to do it? Because then their power would be even that much greater in an independent Texas than it is amongst the sea of the whole United States. So... It's actually it, 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 secession and creating a, a state or a nation state here in Texas is actually better best for all sides if you really think about it. It just enhances the uh, political power of everybody that's still here. Do I think that's a good thing? No, because step two of the secession, if I had my druthers, would be to drastically reduce the scope of the government of the state of Texas. But it, we would we would immediately uh, be living under an infinitely better situation if the tyrant's yoke of Mordor and D.C. was removed from our heads here. Then we can focus on what we want to do in, uh, in Austin, you know, how we want to handle that situation. You know, you've got to get rid of the overhang of all the other insane states essentially voting and telling us what to do here. Then we move on and we do our own thing and run our own lives, you know, live and let live, you know, as, as, uh, as I like to say, live and let live long and prosper. <laughs> Some of y'all out there may know kind of a combination there of that phrase, but anyway, that is very interesting. Uh, I don't I haven't done really much research further into that. If that's something that this representative does on a regular basis, or if someone does it every now and then and it goes nowhere, but it's like a it's like a faint spark, if you will. And if anything good comes out of this controversial presidential election, it's that I hope and I pray that it's actually I don't pray because I don't um, I don't pray, but. Uh, I hope and pray, you know, from a, you know, phraseological sense that that this is the like an initial spark and an independent, independently minded uh, movement here in Texas. So let's hope. Let's all hope together. But that's the key, you know. It's it's uh, everyone has different interests. A lot of what I talk, try to talk about on this podcast are ways that you can individually save yourself. You know, when I say personally secede from the insanity of society, now that's personally, p politically, and 
monetarily, you know, all these things. You know, you, this one obviously leans towards the political type pers- uh, perspective. So there's very there's a lot of different ways that you can support or work towards, um, you know, seceding from that insanity. Um, if you if you're inclined towards doing political work, then I would I would say that this idea of getting uh, the idea of secession and separation out there and going through people's mind is the most important political uh, movement that can be happening right now. And it's not really happening at all, except onesies and twosies right here with uh, like this, with this uh, Biederman. So if that's your inclination, then I would, I would hope that you would devote all of your political time to that idea rather than to a party. You know, and if, if it, the idea, as I said before, of secession is good for Republicans or and Democrats alike, both of them, because it gives them more say in and more power over their current situation than it would if they stayed under, stayed with the 50 states and stayed under Mordor, D.C. So it's good for both. So it's what I say is get out and then let's fight. You know what I mean? We'll get out and then we'll all fight over how we how we handle what we got left. But at least we'll have freedom and independence and liberty from Mordor and the all-seeing eye of D.C. All right. Well, with that, you know, I will talk a lot more about this because I'm from the political front. This is going to be my number one, uh, my number one, you know, goal and number one political uh, effort that I'm going to place or do, you know, perform my time, push, put my time into and uh, encourage you guys to back, you know, you take a look at the name of this podcast, leave the swamp, take a look at the flat, the, 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 the uh, logo of the podcast, you know, it's leave, right? It's, it's leave in many ways. It's leave the insanity by getting your mind right personally. And it's doing what you can to convince the folks around you to leave politically as well. You know, that's very important. So with that, uh, we'll pick this up on another edition and I hope you guys, uh, stay well and have a good one.